Hello, and welcome to a... I'm not really going to do the intro, we're just going to wait for Alex Ryan. And we're going to do the uh, the Saturday morning, afternoon podcast with Alex and Alex. Is that is... I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm just so tired. Just all the time, just had a really, really strenuous week. Physically strenuous week. But soon, Alex Ryan will be here. Hello, Fleur. I miss you. Um, soon, Alex Ryan will be here, and we can um, we can get this party started. Yay! <laughs> I tell them that we're, I'm about to go live every single week. I'm just be like, yeah, I'm about to do it. He's never here. He's never here to watch. Oh, I know you do. But soon I'll live near you, so you'll never be rid of me again. It's a proper shit-eating grin, that one, wasn't it? Alex Ryan, come online. Yeah, so I'm super tired. I've, like, uh... I've increased the amount that I work out, because, uh... <laughs> yeah, Shannon, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I've increased the amount that I work out, because, uh... I saw something the other day that was just like, when we have feelings, what do we do? We work out, and why do we work out? Because we hide our feelings in our muscles. <laughs> the more feelings we have, the more we hide them in our muscles. I thought, like, okay, that actually sounds pretty good if I'm honest. But now I'm just exhausted all the time. Hello. There's three people watching. I'm not doing anything, and Alex Ryan still isn't here yet. God damn him. God damn you, Cypher. It's a nice little Matrix quote for you, in case you were interested. Yeah, so uh, it's been a week. Lifted some weights. Oh, there he is. Look at him go. Uh, Content, big boy. Don't know why he's like this. Why is he like this? We don't know. We do not know. That he's here now. Have you dyed your hair? Uh, I did. Uh, I did. It's just looking particularly dyed right now. It's looking real blunt. Yeah. Anyway, do the intro. I've got a cool thing to tell you. Okay. Um, today. No. Hello, welcome to the Alex Ryan's podcast. I'm Alex Rome. I'm Alex Radis. We have the same name. We do have the same name. There we go. That's how I turn the sound up. Right. Um, so, do you want to hear some cool things that happened to me this week? Yeah. 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 Why not? Don't, don't seem too over the top. Overexcited. Over. 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 Enthusiastic. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. I was just talking like we were on a, you know, a 1940s radio. Over. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, um, right, so one of my favourite skaters in the entire world, he was doing a live stream the other day. And um, I was like, oh, cool. Literally just woken up in the morning, flicked on Instagram. And I was just like, oh, cool. I'll watch that. Turned it on. Shot him a little message because he was like, I don't, know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. you're frozen really ripper yeah so i was just like oh yeah okay what's you know what's the issue and um yeah he was just like oh i want to i want to go live with someone let's go live with this guy alex velis poet Veli velis <laughs> and then just get this little pop-up and i'm like oh my god oh my god what that's do awesome. i do that's so cool yeah so yeah obviously i clicked on it and he was just like hey man how's it going and i'm like i'm and by the way i'm like sort of bleary-eyed, like, 
It's how, only like half seven in the morning. Again? How did you wind up getting on that? Um, I was just, I was, I was just watching his live stream, and he, he wanted some people to uh, ask him questions, and I was like, cool. And then he just, he was just like, yeah, let's just get this Alex Vellis poet. And I was like, <laughs> oh my, what do I do? And That's I was like, so cool. I hadn't watched enough of the live stream to know what the questions were even meant to be about. So I was just like, shit. <laughs> just, just improvise yeah. it. You'll be fine. I did. I did improvise it. And um, yeah, and I got to I got to chat to uh, Carlos Lastra for a little bit. And he's over in America having his Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving in Arizona. I'm just like, cool. <laughs> yeah? No? Cool. Yeah. What's, he, what's he doing for it? Uh, I don't actually know. Like, <laughs> that's not the question I asked. I asked about him uh, in the skateboarding community and what he's doing next. But yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool happy shit. Thanksgiving to uh, to any of our any of our American friends. We don't have any American. Yeah, actually, you have a bunch of American friends, and I have a couple of American friends. Mm. But um, we another... even had an American guest on this very podcast a while ago. Did we? Uh, two point conversion. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit, <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Another cool thing that happened. Um, you know, Kieran, my friend Kieran, mm-hmm. person whose name is tattooed on my wrist. Tattooed. I know. Yeah, I was just showing everyone else. It's so funny that you did that. <laughs> it's such a it's my only tattoo. Oh, it's <laughs> so funny. It's so funny that you took your you you took your your, your beautiful body, your your God given skin. And you put that on it? In I know. Cyprus? <laughs> was it? Uh, uh, no, where was I? Malta? Malta. Okay. I had to wait three months to get a, uh, a blood test to see if I had AIDS afterwards. That'll do it. Yeah. To be fair, my only tattoo includes like a, a picture of myself. Really? Yeah. Let's see it. Get your tattoo up. Right. I want to... Um, ideally, I want to get that tattoo to have also a picture of me tattooed on it so that it just kind of goes all the way down I can't see it I don't yeah I know you can't I'm getting it out me and Jonas got these matching ones done in uh, in, in Canada which one's you? I'm in the background right <laughs> I'm the second uh, I'm the sidekick in my on my like on my own body <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but that's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. What is it? What did it say? What did the text say? Uh, it said, to, it said <laughs> Alex Hart Jonas. Um, it said to the road or wherever. It was the, the, the title of our, um, our EP in our old band. And we both got them done last summer. What did Dan do? Because... Oh, last summer. Yeah, Dan, Dan wasn't there. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so the other the other cool thing that happened this week. So Kieran was just like, right, Alex, every single time that you post on... I've got a challenge for you. Every single time that you post on social media... Um, oh, I just got the most... I just got the darkest message, um, which I can't obviously answer right now because I'm on my phone. Really? Yeah, it's so dark. Yeah. I'll have to address that a bit later. But um, yeah, so... Yeah, my pal Kieran, he, uh, he was just like, every single time you post on social media, um, you know, you have, to, you have to do 25 push-ups. And I was like, I post like 10 to 20 times a day. That's like 250 to 
500 push-ups, Kieran. Are you out of your mind? He was like, look, I'll do them too. I was like, okay, but, you know, I I do do other exercises as well. So, like, like lift weights and, like, generally work out and stuff. And, like, generally have quite an active lifestyle. <clears throat> so... So also the other, so there are a few like stipulations there. So, um, or caveats rather. Uh, if it's something that I post on Instagram that auto posts to Facebook, that only counts as one post. So I don't have still to only counts as one. <laughs> yeah, it's still only one. Right. Um, so, are you at, is that this can't be for every fucking comment you make as well? No, no, no. It's just for posts that I make. I was going to say. Or stories. So you'll notice yeah. yesterday I posted three times. <laughs> I'm just like it's because yesterday. Yesterday I was um, I was meant to have a day off because I was lifting weights the day before, and like uh, I I was doing this new one that was like uh, does your what are these called lats? And I don't have any lats. I have like nothing. Like it still hurts to touch them. It's so sore. It was like I woke up yesterday morning. I was, it was like I'd been punched in like. But that's that's my- one of the fun things about working out is like. Because I, I have a set, I've got weights recently. I have a set of exercises that I like, that I kind of repeat and do whenever I work out. But it's always fun to like check up and see if there's any ones that you aren't doing. Because you'll suddenly realize you'll be like, you'll be getting pain somewhere and you'll be like, oh fuck, like are there, there's a muscle there or there's meant to be. <laughs> it's like there's, there's meant to be a muscle there and it hurts. That's probably yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah, basically, like I've got, I've got no lack whatsoever. And, um, so where I've been like doing my arms, chest, shoulders, legs, and core. Mm. Oh, I've got new pains. What? Yeah. Why do places that? Like, so for example, after a, after a, after a good workout where you're suddenly like you're hurting in places, I was just like, oh, I just thought that was skin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize there was anything there. I just, I just thought like, I don't know how people get muscle here, and now I do know how people get muscle here, and they do it by hurting. It's just agony every day. Yeah. Anyway, so um, it was going to be. Basically, on the first day, I had to do 150 push-ups. The following day, 175. The day after that, uh, suddenly dropped down to 75. And the day after that was also 75. Mm. So is it, in addition to it, like, probably, you know, helping you to to work out more, do you think it's weaning you off posting so much? Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's having a really, really positive impact on me. Because uh, yesterday, I only posted uh, three times because I woke up... um, I can't remember what happened yesterday, but there was something important that happened. Um, so, no, it wasn't. I posted some bullshit status in the morning. Like, totally forgetting that I had to do push-ups afterwards. I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I ended up having to do 25 there. Um, and then I didn't post anything for the whole day because I was just, like, out um, in the woods and stuff. Or, like, doing shit. Uh, then I got a, uh, I got a new house. And something else positive happened. Oh, I had to do my, my Body Ads Rebellion post. Mm. So, you, so are you in the new place now? No. But you've I don't get to sorted out. Yeah, I, don't, I move in on the 9th of December. Oh! Oh! Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the other thing is I've realized that I've started posting like, now when I post things, I just post like a long thing being like, these are all the things that happened today. These are the things uh, that I wanted here's, to talk about. Here's every Obviously. single status I would have posted today, so I don't have to do too many, too many yeah. sit-ups, push-ups. The other day, someone was like, um, "Oh yeah," like I was like, "Oh shit, I've, I've got to get a new, I've got to get a TV," because I've realised that this new place that I'm moving into doesn't have a TV. 
Mm. I was like, shit, now I've got to buy one. So I was like, oh, I'll put it out on Facebook. And I was like, oh, this has cost me 25 push-ups. I had to do 25 push-ups, obviously. Someone offered me a free TV. Granted, it doesn't work, so I have to buy one anyway. But the fact of the matter is, someone offered me one. And I was like, that's Wait, wild. No, 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 no. Were they just trying to... Uh, like, why were they giving you a TV that doesn't work? Oh, they didn't know it didn't work. It was Holly Russell. Oh, okay. Holly Russell. How's she doing? Yeah, she's real good, actually. She's mm, got a kid still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we keep saying that, like, I mean, obviously, before this past year, we kept saying, we're like, yeah, we should meet up. And it's just one of those things that just never happens. I imagine that's, like, now I'm now I'm 26. That's going to be the next decade and a half or so with most people I know. <laughs> and then everybody that you will want to meet up with won't want anything to do with you. Not because, like, um, you know, they don't want to talk to you or whatever. Just because they've got their own lives and their own friends and you didn't that, see them that's enough. That's just what happens. Like, it, there's there's sincerity to it. It's not like I'm insincere. I really do genuinely want to meet up with people. It's just like, as you go by and you kind of, more and more of your time gets occupied with just fucking admin shit. There's so much admin to life. Yeah, man. Like, I, have to, I, I spend a day a week doing life admin stuff. Mm. I, need like to, I need to get mine pinned down. Like, I had to go through, and, and there's stuff I always leave off as well. So, like, yeah. I had to go through and, um, and adjust my CV, like, kind of rejig it. So I have one for writing jobs and one for tutoring jobs, and I had to rejig my tutoring one. And that wound up taking, like, the better part of a, of a workday, just, like, trying yeah. to find everything and pull it together. Plus, it's like moving. You know, you live somewhere else. Yeah, like, so I now have to, like, I, where I'm staying at the moment... Um, I haven't taken any of my stuff out of boxes because I knew if I got too comfortable here, I would just end up staying here. Mm. And it's not enough room. It's like for a whole bunch of different reasons that it's just not suitable. And um, so I've just been cycling through the same, like three bits of clothes, well, three different sets of clothes. So I've got like three pairs of underwear, three jumpers, one hoodie, one pair of jeans and two pairs of socks. I'm just having to like cycle through them. Oh, also I've got like, pair of like lounge trousers i'm going to call them trousers for lounging yeah no that's good yeah so like everything is constantly having to be like just cleaned and washed and like so on and so forth also for some reason i, I was going to say for some reason i am exhausted i've been working out all week i went skating yesterday like oh i bought some throwing knives yeah i saw on facebook one of your I one lost, of your posts yeah i lost one on the same day that i got it now there's a knife in the woods. <laughs> Did you throw it too far? No, I let Kieran have a go and he lost it on his first try. I had thrown it once, he had thrown it once, and then it disappeared. What were you what were you throwing them into? Oh, a um like a like a log thing. Like a we went to the woods and just found someone to throw them into. Yeah. But, um Yeah, and then my hopefully my <clears throat> So I think I might have just had a, a midlife crisis in which I was just like, no, I don't want to be a human. I want to be an elf. Um, I saw yeah. some of that on Facebook as well. You're yeah, increasingly that's... horny posts. Yeah. <laughs> People kept asking me weird stuff, being like, oh, why do you like elf so much? And I'm just like, yo, I have no idea, but it's something to do with sex. I, like, I, I don't think, know what it I is. I think it's weird that anyone could see those posts and not just be like, yeah, I get it. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I saw all these questions and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are these idiots? Like, oh, why do you like elves? Ha ha ha. It's like, look at them. That's why. 
Yeah, and look, I, just look I, at I hate elves as people, but you can't deny that they're aesthetic. Yeah, the worst people. Yeah. I hate elves in the same way that I hate the, the blue aliens from Avatar. I'm very, I'm very pro-human. This is a thing that I have. Okay, so... Okay, I'm not, we're not going to go into this again as to why you hate the blue people on Avatar. They're so smug. Like, the fact that we've already been through this before... <laughs> yeah, it's so like, smug. It's dumb, smug as well. Yeah, but like, did you, you, saw, you saw the post specifically. It was like, uh, I want a woman that can kill me in hand-to-hand combat and a man that has no interest in me. Like, they're, 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 my, they're my two interests Which in life. two different breeds of elf, really. You yeah, like... elf and your, and your city elf. Well, no, no, also, I guess like... On the topic of elves, just, just before I forget, um, yeah. I want to put it out there that the best, the, the best thing to do in the Lord of the Rings universe after the elves fuck off to the Undying Lands is develop, develop oh. bombers, develop bombing capacities so you can bomb the Undying Lands. Because uh, they're a threat. Moving on. That would be <laughs> my first step as Aragorn. <laughs> I'd be like, we are free, we're at peace now. I declare war on the Undying Lands. <laughs> I mean, okay. Mm. Uh, Might be tough considering they're undying, but I reckon I could do it. Also, do you want to hear something really weird about the elf thing again, right? I've seen the same woman. Cause like, a, I now have TikTok, which is great fun. It is such a good way to waste time. Mm. Like, because currently I don't like, I don't really, I can't use my Xbox. I can't watch TV. I can't do anything like that. So I just have to like play on apps on my phone and stuff. TikTok, amazing, great time sync. Um, also, not too bad for poetry, if I'm honest. But um, anyway, so there is a woman on there that when she's not wearing elf ears, I'm not attracted to her, not even slightly. Like, I mean, that is, that is um, pathological. Yeah, I, that's, that's for sure pathological. <laughs> exactly. Flair's just said, don't think his wife would agree to uh, elf bombing. Oh, no, obviously not. This would be what tears us apart, finally. My my murderous desire to get revenge on the elves for their perceived slights. <laughs> they haven't done anything. <laughs> if anything, they were so much better than humans in the, the original war. Mm. Anyway, I can't, but, I can't um, agree. I can't. Well, all they had to do was throw the fucking rings in the in the fire of Mount Doom, and the humans Elrond were like, "No, I want to change it." Elrond could have pushed him in. It's smug elf shit to be like, "Oh, I won't actually push you." Elrond okay. was wrong. A wrong. El wrong. Spanish for the wrong. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, it's. I think it's because when she wears elf ears, she also dresses up like an elf. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's a good aesthetic. It's a great aesthetic. I don't. Also, from <laughs> from a Google that I did. Oh, this is about. I'm glad this is on my artist page. Um, <laughs> Not that much elf porn out there. Oh, that cannot be true. There's a lot less than you'd think. Also, we've just had a blasphemous comment. Never seen Lord of the Rings. Good. That's why you don't understand the elf thing, Shannon. This isn't as bad as um, when Rihanna was saying that the, the, the Hobbit is better than Lord of the Rings. Oh, fuck that. The Hobbit is not... That, the Look. Hobbit is dog shit. Dude, I just Googled elf porn. There's so much. There's, like, compa- Okay, I'll tell you what, dude. Go- okay, I don't know how you're going to Google this, but elf porn in comparison to, say, like, stepsister porn. Yeah, well, obviously there's going to be more 
like steps. That's just why. Why would that be obvious? I don't know, but it like it is. Like, I don't, I don't like, understand the mechanism. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, I don't get why sort of mainstream porn sites are promoting something that's so taboo to everyone. Like, I don't really have a moral objection or whatever. Right? Like, that's not important. But like, it just seems odd that that it feels like a few years ago you 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 had to search for that stuff also yeah that, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm reading i'm reading the comments that uh flo is leaving so uh flo is obviously quite like shannon how have you not seen lord of the rings how was that like i mean she well, father or something like that because i haven't seen the godfather like i pretty much only watch sci-fi and fantasy Pretty much explains my elf kink and why I like Vulcans. Fucking hell, what is wrong with you me? Like Vulcans? Yeah, I like think, look at the. I, I think if I was to do like a psychological kind of interpretation of this, you want someone who's going to talk down to you, but you can't imagine a human doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah. Uh, I heard yes, and then. I have a degradation kink, but I'm too like a, uh, I'm too arrogant <laughs> to, think that, that, to think that a woman or a man could possibly, like a human woman or man, could possibly talk down to me. Yeah, you just can't imagine a human doing it. <laughs> That's. I tell you what, man. That is a certain level of arrogance right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, one elf dominatrix. Yeah, but I'm not actually that into physical pain. Like, I don't like being hurt, really. I mean, it has its time and place, but like, uh, I don't want someone to like. Like a couple of friends of mine are sex are sex workers, and uh, in turn also dominatrix dominatrixes. Dominatrices it would be dominatrices. Yeah, like matrices, right? Mm. Okay, so um. Yeah, and the stuff that they do to guys sometimes is just like, mm, no, no, I'm afraid not. That's that's not for me. But uh, fuck off, <laughs> Fleur. That's different. That's a massage, and you make me better. You've only made me cry like thrice. <laughs> and it, dude, it's not even like it's not even like like a singular tear or anything. It's probably just like screaming into a pillow. So sort. But um, mm, I think for a massage though, that like that'll do you. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's quite a one deep. One of the things that one of the things now, that I find like one second, one second. I've done, I have done that. Is... What like the hand? Which part? Exactly. I, do you want to make me cry? Because like, if I'm honest, it ain't that hard. I cried the other day because I watched a will uh, a Fresh Prince clip and I cried at it. <laughs> guess which one it was? You know, guess I know which one, which one it was. It's so sad. It's so sad. I just feel so bad for him. Sexy it's pain. Really, it's, it's, it's really well acted as well. It makes me feel like it's not acted. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It feels very real. It feels very raw. Yeah, very... What, sexy pain massage. Good name for a band. To be fair, Flo, you do give a sexy pain massage. Oh, and I have people pay me for pain. Has this just become a... 
What's going on in this podcast? I guess, I guess everyone, I guess people in the comments are just advertising their services. Yeah, Shannon, are you? Um, Which I'm are you fine. Go for it. For I won't stop. Like, yeah, like, do it. Like, do it. If you want to do it, do it. Mm. Like, everyone's uh, got to have a side hustle these days. Fleur, I keep telling you, you should be a dominatrix. I swear she's a sadist anyway. Like, she giggles when I cry. That, that ain't a joke. Is it like, nervous funny, laughter just... or just, like, active enjoyment? No, it's like, it's like uh, maniacal laughter. <laughs> ah, ah, ah! We meet again, Pain. Get him, dear boy. Ah, Pain, my old friend. She doesn't sound like Hook when she does it, though, so... Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> Her Pain. Get, get you a girl who now, sounds like... Now she's a bread seller. No one like that? Now she's a bread seller? One pound per pain? <laughs> That's good. Thank pain. you. <laughs> there's, there's something here. Let me work on this. Yeah, pain. I think like French for bread. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to develop the joke, but I think, I think it might have gone. Did, did you uh, see the one that... Like, if, I was a, if I was a dominatrix, I would uh, dress up as... Uh, Hank from King of the Hill, call it Kink of the Hill, and sell pain and propane accessories. <laughs> That's good. That's very well themed. Yeah. Also, Kevin joined us, and it, all it says is, I'll take 10. This is the only time he's, I think he's, I've ever seen a comment from him in the, like, what, 70 episodes we've done. And as soon as it's just like, I'll yeah, take I'll, 10. He'll just I'll take them. Hurt people for money. <laughs> Uh, throw those coins at me, Kevin. Right. I feel like we we don't even need the beer, really, now. Yeah, we'll just let the comments do it. Yeah. I also, I, I tried to develop your pain joke. Pain our cocker hearts? What? <laughs> Pan our chocolate. <laughs> That's... <laughs> what? <laughs> I was working on it. I was, I was, my, you can see the gears turning. I was like, there's, there's something here. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Kevin, I think you've actually been in a podcast, haven't you, now that I've said I it? I think he has. I think he turned up at your old house. Yeah. And, like, uh, he was an avid fan of when we had Harry Baker on. Terrible. Mm, that was good. That was a good episode. Well, can we just clarify? Alex and I had no idea what we were going to talk about before the uh, podcast started. I mean, usually we have, like, a, at least a vague idea. This time, no idea. And now we're talking about dominatrixes, dominatrices, and uh, elf porn. Well, which, I mean, if I'm we're honest... A half hour, we're a half hour in, so something's going right. Yeah. If I'm honest, I'm so about this. <laughs> but I had, so, I had such a... I was going to say I had such a big meal before, uh, before we started. I had four... four fucking hell. Four Oreos and, like... Uh... 75 grams of fuel, which is actually quite I a lot. I haven't eaten anything today. Yeah, but I'm on a, dude, I'm on a 3,000 calorie a day diet. God, that's so I good. To, I'm, I'm, meant not to keep, I'm, I'm trying to keep mine to like 1,800 a day. I just trying dude, to lose weight. I regularly, I haven't successfully hit 3,000 calories. Hmm. Like, it's hard um, yeah, well, I think yesterday I might have hit, like, irritatingly, yesterday I think I hit 2,500, but I also went skating, so I probably only did about 2,000. Mm. Right. Yeah, it was, it was really irritating. Yeah, so Kevin just says, you dudes are counting, and it's like, 
Yeah, I know it doesn't it doesn't work for everyone, and it's like not something I would kind of advocate as like count your calories, yeah. blah blah blah. I think for me, it's just like because I I fluctuate in weight quite a bit. So if I'm yeah. like feeling particularly um, heavy, I just like well, you're I tiny. Just start keeping an eye on it and and consciously like I'm just like I just eat less. Um, You don't want people who know about anything. To what? what? Yeah, uh, basically, where I'm trying to gain weight, I need to keep an eye on like um, the calories that I'm taking in, as well as the workout that I'm doing, because I lose weight so quickly. I lost a stone and a half in like ten days. Something ridiculous like that, just because I stopped drinking alcohol. Thank you. I actually really appreciate that, Kevin. But I'm not doing this for other people. I'm doing it for um, how I view myself. And I want to be more muscular and I want to be physically stronger so that I can, you know, do cool shit like climb trees and like beds and houses. And you want to be pretty sure that if you time traveled to any point in the past, you could kill that version of yourself. Dude, that, was a, that is 100% a fact. Mm. Apart from maybe yesterday, I'm in a lot more pain today than I was Although, yesterday. The worry is that you're also making future you stronger. So if he comes back, you, you set yourself up for failure here. Or maybe future me will come back in like a wheelchair or something and be like, you've made a mistake. And I'll be like, yes, I have. <laughs> I don't know why I did. I'm here to warn you. <laughs> don't go back in time and cripple yourself. It ends badly. Oh, hang on, look. Um... It says, Alex, you're beautiful no matter uh, what your weight. I think that might have been to you, but because we're both called Alex and I'm arrogant, I presumed it was to me. Oh, he said, he said both of us. Oh, sweet. If you co-op with future you, there's no issue. Yeah, no, dude, I am confident enough that if future me came down now, we'd just have sex. He would somehow have elf ears. Yeah, oh, easy, like, easy. <laughs> easy it's um it's the classic thing if you're like in a room with a clone of yourself for an hour you fight or fuck those are your only options and yeah you know why not both obviously but i, I think anyone that says they wouldn't have sex with themselves is a goddamn liar yeah it's like it's like masturbating you obviously do do it so i don't see the issue there also don't you think having kids is the most masturbatory act you can do i mean by definition not no, think about it, right? I'm <laughs> like, if masturbation is like sex with yourself, then surely that precludes. I guess you could come in like a. I don't know how specifically sperm donation works. I feel like you come in a vial. Yeah, you come in a little pot. What do you mean, no? <laughs> yes, Kevin. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I think like I think having kids is the most masturbatory thing that you can do on the basis that you can be like, do you know what? This world needs more me. That's what <laughs> it. You know, what? in fact, I'm so confident that this world needs more me. I'm just gonna fucking chuck some sperm around until there are more of me. I do yeah. need my own. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see that. Like, I do think that. I would like to have kids at some point in my life. You know, I'd like the experience of, of, of raising a being and sort of seeing how it comes out. But um, I've just but... realized this podcast means that I have to do 25 push-ups. Ah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, yeah, like it is 
pure arrogance that I would want that kid to have some of my DNA. Like, can we just clarify? Shannon's got Shannon. You've got like what two kids having, and all it says is "big mistake, don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's a good thing we're not popular enough for uh, your kids to ever see this one day. <laughs> no, Although I'm once on the internet, once on the internet it's out there. Shannon Kane dot hates her kids. <laughs> Tag you in the post. Yeah, but um. So anyway, yeah, elves. I have a bow and arrow now. Or I will soon have a bow and arrow when it gets here. Two girls, there you go. I think well, I've seen them. ordered a bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've ordered a bow and arrow. Uh, I've got throwing knives, eight now. Uh, I'm building a... Uh, I will do when I get around to it, actually. I haven't started yet. I'm just planning it out at the moment. I'm building a, uh, an encampment out in the woods. That'll be fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You I, tell your... I almost hold bought... Whoa, 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 whoa. I tell my six-year-old I should have swallowed her. Do you know how trauma works? Because if you do not... Boy, howdy, do I have something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping this is... I'm hoping this is a joke. <laughs> but you know what? Who am I to judge? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But also, that is incredibly funny. <laughs> like, that is funny. That is funny. My, uh, when, when my dad, uh, when my stepdad and my little brother were playing uh, pool a couple of times, my stepdad would continuously try and like, uh, put my little brother off me and say some things like, I had sex with your mum. Obviously true. And then uh, also, he'd say things like, the best part is you drip down your mother's leg. And I'm just like, mm, that's my mum too. I just feel like there's, I don't know, I don't know, I haven't quite formulated this, but like, there's something about introducing your kids to the graphic reality of calm. <laughs> that's, that's a soundbite, that's such a good <laughs> There's something about introducing your kids to the graphic reality of calm. And that's a wrap, everybody. We're not going to say anything weirder than that today. There's nothing nothing can be said like, that's going to be I just mean, F like, it's, it's kind of, I feel like once you open that door, the relationship changes. <laughs> when you open the cum door, everything gets weird. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, yeah, well, I suppose that's... I suppose that's true, really. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? It changes things. It changes things. When was the first time you learned about the word come? I don't know, but I I learned to masturbate yes. before I knew what it was. Because yes. I just did it and it felt good. Um I don't know. I like this is weird. Do you re do you remember puberty? Um, sort of. Like I remember when I was like I remember the first time I ever orgasmed when I I think I was twelve. Mm. First pube. Do you remember your first pube? Uh, no, no, I do not. Me neither. But there must have been a point where you went from none to one. But in my brain, it was just no pubes for a while. Boom. Full head of pubic hair. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't. I think pubic. Like, can I don't we just remember it? There's a, a poet that uh, I actually quite like has just joined this, and I'm just like the first thing I said was I remember the first time I came. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I think it's so interesting that puberty is like this big thing that clearly we went through. Um, but I just yeah. don't it's I worse because remember it. I remember like, I was, I've had spots really badly for a while, but I had spots well after puberty. I still get spots. Like, isn't it weird that it's such a huge thing and it's such a cultural thing and like, you know, movies and, and everything are made about it. And I just don't remember it. Well, it's, it's because the the idea, well, the idea of puberty isn't so much a. Um, I mean, obviously, you get loads and loads of physical changes, but realistically, it's you finding your place in the communities that you're part of. It's you discovering I mean, your societal role. I feel like that's adulthood more so. Like, I think you you go through puberty and you're still in this weird place where you're between being well, puberty a is kid and being a legal adult. Puberty is very, very tribal, whereas um, adulthood is societal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think puberty does have the attendant, like, biological changes. It's like a biological process. Like, yeah. But I just don't remember any of that, and it feels like that would be significant. Well, I didn't... Like, dude, I stopped growing when I was, like, 23. Mm. I feel like I must minutes. have stopped about 15 or something. <laughs> well, no, because, like, when I was, like, 18, I was only, like, five foot... Seven, five foot seven, five foot eight, and I'm now five foot eleven. And I, I, yeah, I didn't stop growing until I was like twenty three. I was still like, like there was people that I hadn't seen in ages that I suddenly towered over when I was like twenty three. Oh, that must feel good. I've been waiting for this growth spurt for years. It ain't, it ain't coming, chief. <laughs> another, another friend of mine. He got, his, um, he was working out loads when he got his growth spurt, when he had a growth spurt, and he didn't get taller. He just got a hench. Nice. Yeah. That uh, oh, yeah. So Dixie May is that Fleur? Fleur. Yeah. Hi, Fleur. Alex Ryan. We've never met. Um, she's made this point that puberty is like more traumatic for girls, which makes sense. Like, I feel like as as a woman, you'd probably you'd remember it more. Because as a yeah, as as a guy for puberty, we don't really have to do anything. Like our balls are gonna drop, pubes pubes are gonna grow, comes gonna come. Like, we don't have to manage our body and terms of cycles or anything yeah also like the the pressure of being a guy uh going through puberty and the pressure of being a woman going through puberty is substantially different like i just had to accept that i might get into some fights and probably lie about having sex when i was like 12 or something do you know what i mean like, I never, it's not really a thing i've had to do the the biggest thing for um uh, for m me, for during puberty, was my sexual awakening. Mm. I, mean, I don't even. I don't even remember that. Do you not remember the first time you ever had sex? Oh no, I remember all... the first time I had sex, but I, I don't remember the was whole. Like... Huh? Was it bad? Mine was awful. Oh, terrible! Yeah, yeah, god awful. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like... It's weird that people put so much pressure on that. But I don't remember when I started caring about sex. It's almost like with music. It probably happened about the same time. I just wasn't into music at all as a kid. I just wouldn't, like, it just wasn't for me. And then I was like, and then something, and then I was, like, really into music. It was a really big part of my personality. I was, like, listening to heaps and playing the guitar. Like, similar to that with sex. I just wasn't interested in, like, in, in you know, sexual relationships or romantic relationships. And then suddenly I felt really, really bad that I didn't have one. Yeah. I, do you know, I would say that was probably around uh, year nine. Mm. I reckon there's actually loads of comments. There's loads of like suddenly good comments. I mean, before it was just like, who's opened the cum door? Why is cum door in my predictive text? And now it's just like, well, yeah, there is something very tribal about uh, when you think about it. And like, yeah, so let's have a 
Read through that. Uh, you definitely remember it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't know why I said oh, yes twice. Um, yeah, I definitely, so you definitely remember Peabody as, as a woman, which, which makes sense. I definitely uh, uh, look at it differently now and realized that I definitely was still growing up at that point. Far from adult status, I claim to have now. Oh, Kevin, it's really cute that you think you're an adult. Um, <laughs> sorry. I think adulthood just sneaks up on you, man. Yeah, well, like, what is the... what? Apparently, like, a young people, the idea of uh, what constitutes as young is uh, now 16 to 30. All right. So, yeah, you're so you, I, You're old. Yeah, me, Fleur, and Kevin are all on the wrong side of that. I'm out here and, being young. <laughs> sorry for outing you both there, Kevin Fleur. But I, I think I had that to some degree when I was a kid as well. So, like, watching, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. That came out when I was in year seven or eight. Oh, I had it on... came out. That came out when I was about seven, I think. <laughs> I had it on a ripped version um, on VHS. But, like, just those movies, for example. Like, obviously, watching them back now, those are clearly, like, grown-ass people pretending to be high school kids. But when yeah, I was... When I was young watching them, I was like, yeah, that's just how everyone looks from about age 15 to about age 35. Like, I just couldn't, I just didn't see it. Remember, I was like, yeah, the, the kids character in school, the, the, the year 11s in school are basically 30. That was just my view. Do you remember the, uh, the character that played Flash? Who was yeah. arguably older than the teacher? Yeah, Joe Mangianello. <laughs> how do you know that? Uh, I, I don't know. He's into D&D. He, he was cast as Deathstroke in Justice League. And... Was it? Oh. Can imagine yeah, I know what you mean, Kevin. Like, uh, dude, I have I have TikTok, and I am there's like there's literally there's young people, ten thirty year olds, and then like a whole bunch of like older people. I'm in this like, and when I say older people, I mean it goes from like thirty to thirty two, being my age. I in fact I haven't seen anyone else that's thirty two. It's just thirty, and then suddenly forty four to sixty, and then nothing. <laughs> Like there's there's a, this uh, there's uh, like a I guess a meme going around just like yeah to the older generation of TikTok anyone that was born um, before the late 1990s and I'm like yo I'm born in the late 80s like <laughs> I've lived yeah I've you lived have the same you have the same birth year as Taylor Swift right or is yours earlier? Um, she's July. she's 1989. Yeah, I'm a year older than Taylor Swift. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but I bet you Taylor Swift can't write poems. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, I feel like I feel like one of fucking Steve Buscemi's testicles. Like I'm one of Steve Buscemi's undescended testicles. I feel like that's a uh, a line from Fight Club, like a take it out line. I'm Steve <laughs> Buscemi's undescended testicle. Yes. <laughs> You're 33 in a month. Oh my god, Kevin. How do you feel? I wish we could get Kevin on the show as well right now. Yeah, Ask him how. Good. But instead, we're just going to have to wait for him to write it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, Steve Buscemi's Undescended Testicle. I feel like that's also the name of a, a, a song that I would listen to. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's your shit, for sure. Yeah, 100%. But, um, yeah, ages of... Oh, God, I just burped them so much. Like, he all came up. I didn't mix it properly, so there's just... I think that's why I'm suddenly so tired. Didn't mix it properly, and now there's a whole. Ha hang on, you actually could. One sec. Only one guest can be in your live video. I'm afraid not. 
oh, look at Fleur saying nice things. And the thing is, Fleur is fundamentally not a nice person. She doesn't say nice things to be nice. She says nice things if they're honest. I that guess that makes nice. I don't know why I just yeah. fucking just slated her. I think it's because she can't shout at me from here. <laughs> no, that's like, that's, that is nice. I, I think, I don't really think any of you guys look old. Oh, Alex, thank you. you. You have old energy. But... <laughs> Dude, do you know what? I have naps during the middle of the day. I had to, I had to stop skating earlier. And people just like, oh, you... always fucking complaining about your back. I'm not sure, like, that seems to happen once you hit 30. You're I have like, a back. Oh, my back. I oh, have a no. back. <laughs> oh, my back hurts. Do you really want me to lay into you? No, I just think it's funny that, like, you hit a certain age and that's what happens. Yeah, dude, that age that I hit was 22. Oh, man. <laughs> no. I've had bad back for a decade. Oh, look, Kevin's got to go. See you later, Kevin. Yeah, I'll see you, Kevin. You sounded so unenthralled by Kevin leaving. It's like, oh, bye, Kev. <laughs> nah, he's a, anyway, he's a good guy. But, um, he's a good guy. Yeah, so I think, like, uh, I think puberty is, like, a weird one, really, because I, I very much think it's, like, uh, obviously you get the physical change, but you also get the, like, the mental change of like trying to fit in with your peers or like work out who with your peers. Yeah, totally. Your peers. Totally. It's, um, it's, it's socially like, obviously the biological stuff is there and it's kind of going on. Although I wouldn't be surprised if to some degree the biological stuff was triggered by environmental pressures as well. Like, um, stuff like nutrition and, and, and diet and stuff like that. But like people like, um, that's why some people start puberty early mm. because basically they're, I'm going to be really, I guess, on PC and just say they're small fat kids. They eat so much junk food that their body suddenly has enough, like, um, stores to, like, jumpstart their feet. Is that really people. a thing? Yeah, yeah. It's why, it's why you have some, like, kids. If you, if you have too many, what is it, like, too many calories younger? So apparently something like that. Like, uh, you can start puberty at, like, eight years old or whatever because you've got, like, enough. Because, obviously, in order to have a growth spurt, you've got to have, like, the stuff ready for you to do that. Mm. Yeah, you do see you do see some kids like that that look about four years older than they are. Like, I, like to be fair, they're just young, I know some, huge. I know someone that um they went through puberty when they were ten, and they ended up being five foot ten with like C C uh, breast C cups. Sorry, couldn't remember the words for it. It's been a long time. But Did um, you say C birds at first. I don't know what it's Seabirds, <laughs> as far as the eye I'm can like, see. An albatross growing from the <laughs> chest. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but like, at, you know, 10, 12 years old, and like, they never got any taller, and their boobs never got any bigger. But it meant that, like, at that incredibly young age, they were then being leered at by much older men. And that's really gross. It's really weird that, like, guys do that. Stop, like, mate, check out that 10 year old. Like, no, that's a weird thing to say, Daryl. So, like, well, I was thinking this when, um, when, when Fleur was talking about like how going through puberty as a, as, as a woman change, like feels so much more intense than you remember it. And I feel like one of the elements of that would be it, if it hasn't <laughs> happened already, it's when men start to sexualize you. Yeah. Like, Whereas going through puberty as a, as a guy, at least in the society that, that we did, you sort of desperately wanted to be sexualized by like by you know your like weird yeah. notion your fantasy notion of, of like a you know a woman 
But um, it just seems like completely polar opposite experiences. Well, yeah, it's, it's the... Um, I want to use the word polarised, but I can't think of why. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, so it's this... Like, women get sexualised, or, in fact, let's be honest, like, girls get sexualised from, like, really young ages, and it is mm. fucking weird. But I, so weird. No, I, I, I can happily say that I don't know any guy, at least on, the, like, you know, the, the surface, I don't know any guy that, it, like, looks at a 10-year-old girl and thinks, would bang. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, mm. it's such a weird thing that, like, that people can even have that capacity yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's all. Do you know what the other weird one is? The word nubile. Oh, mate, that's creepy. Oh yeah, no. I, but to be fair, I think I've only ever heard um, really kind of creepy, distasteful people use it seriously. <clears throat> there's a dude. There's a whole. There's a uh, a company, an industry, whatever it is, uh, called nubile porn. And like the mm. fact that the entire porn industry revolves around the idea of, or most of the porn industry revolves around the idea of like. Um, barely 18 or like you know teenager or whatever it's just like barely legal jailbait teens yeah you ever spent time with a teenager they are awful but they're the worst they're arguably I mean, like I, I hate 22 year olds right i have a like an unjust well it's completely justified hate for 22 year olds you've, um, you've either just finished or you're just about to finish university uh, you might be going on to do your MA and you suddenly think that you know everything about everything. And the fact of the matter is you haven't fucking lived a day in your life, you fucking little snotty-nosed cunt. Um, that was a bit over the top. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so... But also, I've... like, it, it, it does depend, right? Like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, this is completely unrelated to the to the sexualizing thing. Like, obviously, you shouldn't fucking sexualize people like that. Like, it's, it's weird and wrong. But, like, some like 18 19 year olds might be very mature in terms of like just people that you can like that's hang trauma. out with. that's trauma that whenever you see a mature 18 19 year old you just think you've had a you've had a hard <laughs> life nobody should be mature at 18 19 that is a fact you shouldn't like I you mean, shouldn't be it depends what you mean by mature though right like we let people vote at 18 that's generally like you're legally an adult yeah dude We've we've been through this. Sorry, I'm looking for a Rizzler. Uh We've been through this before. I think what is legal and what is moral are different things. Oh yeah, no, 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 definitely, definitely. I just mean like maturity is this weird concept that slips and slides based on like whatever we're talking about. Slip and um, slide the eye of your mind. Oasis. <laughs> Fuck, I always get big into Oasis in December. I don't know why. It's a huge thing for me. It's Oasis and Christmas music, baby. Uh, that is really good. What? Said that is really weird. God damn it! Where? Oh my Rizzler gone. <laughs> anyway, so uh, fuck you. That is my key. That's my key to key. Uh, wrong phrase. Anyway, so yeah, so I have a really unjust. I guess it's really like twenty-one to twenty-two year olds. But is this everyone... because you know and have encountered a few that? The, just Dude, I work with an awful lot of university students from time to time, and like that's every now thinking. and then, that's what I'm thinking. Is it some of them? Every like, it's not no, not any of the. We all know a few without 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 naming any names. We all know a few people who are. Uh, Can we just crazy. one second? Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> hurry up with my damn croissants. 
nearly it's made me drop it's a Kanye line. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but like, uh, yeah, I because I've worked with so many like, um, you know, young poets, essentially. Occasionally, you come across like it's, it's only ever one or two out of an entire year, right? Only ever one or two, and they are just the most fucking arrogant dickheads you've ever met. Like, dude, one of them. I remember I was, I was leading a, um, I was I was invited into a university to lead a, to lead a workshop on something, right? And um, before, I, are you still there? So, yeah, sorry, I wasn't sure if the screen was frozen. Uh, yeah, so I got invited into a university to lead a workshop. I was asked to, I was invited into a university to lead a workshop, go into the university and as I always do, I'd be like, hi, my name's Alex Vallis. I do, I've done this, this and this, I do this, this and this, so on and so forth. Um, you know, I just explained who I was and what I do and what I have done and stuff. And um, I was just about to start and someone was just like, uh, they put their hand up or whatever and it was just like, just out of curiosity, you didn't, you didn't mention anything like like what uni you went to or anything i was just i was just wondering which one it was and i think in the back of my head like now that i think about like now that i can think back on it i was like it's kind of an odd question but okay but um at the time i didn't really can think about it at all but i'm sure they must have already known that i didn't have like a degree or anything because it's really weird that before i even started the workshop someone would be like yeah but where did you go to uni you know what I mean? that's that's such a fucking entitled question to ask as well like what what the fuck does it matter like Obviously. Oh yeah, dude. Do remember like at, the having... time, at the time I was only a couple of years older than them, like twenty six. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I think you know, I'm not one of those people who's like degrees don't matter. University of life, school of hard knocks. But like, <laughs> I feel like if you're just asking someone where did you go to university, you're missing the point. Like, getting into university is an achievement. Getting through university is an achievement. Um, you know, it, it, it means you've spent a good, a good period of time doing your subject. Yeah. Like, good. But I just think that it's so weird to me that you'd begin with, where did you go to university? Like, as if that really tells It was just really weird, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't actually go to university." And there, and you know, suddenly this uh, this kid was just like, "Oh, <laughs> you didn't go to university," and I was just like, "No, I managed to achieve everything that I've done, everything that you want to do, by not going to university." And that, you know, that pretty much shut him up. But like, that's it's another. It's, it's weird, man. Like some some people. Either they don't stay in contact with friends they had before university, or just all their friends are from exactly the same like class, social, educational background. And, yeah. Like some people genuinely do not know anyone who didn't go to university, and it gets a real smug attitude about it. Like some people will really? will go, and everyone they know into adult life would have been through university, and it's so weird. It is weird because, like, I obviously only up until last year, really, or the year before, whenever I went to uni, um, I didn't go to uni. And I didn't really know anyone that had. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. And 
granted, I then got to skip a BA, which was amazing and made my life infinitely easier. Mm. Um, although, actually, I say so that I've, I've had a, I've had, a, I've had a mix of it. Go on. What was that? Just like a lot okay. of people I know from home didn't go to uni, and some people that I sort of know, like just in my in my current life, never went. But also I did, and I did a master's as well. So it's like, I've kind of, I've seen both worlds, but it's amazing like how many of my friends from, from, from Oxford especially, just don't, just don't know anyone who didn't go to uni. Yeah, like I know way more people that didn't go than did, like in my current life. I mean, if we included my online world, you know, why the difference? But um, yeah, and also just to clarify, some of the people that I know that didn't go are doing the jobs of like, you know, that the people that did go want to do. And the people that did go are like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with working in a coffee shop or anything. That's not what I'm getting at. But, um, you know, the the people that didn't go to uni, they just decided to go straight into the uh, the career that they wanted to do, work from, start from the bottom and work up. You know, are now smashing it. And the other ones are like serving their coffees. No, actually, I'll tell you what, I remember a, um, a funny story. There was this, uh, when I was back at school, there was this girl that was like, Oh yeah, you're never going to achieve anything with your life. Bloody, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. Um, skip forward like five years, and I'm going to the, I guess, inauguration of uh, of the new poet laureate of Canterbury. Mm. So the type of patient, which would have been patient uh, Agbarbi at the time. And um, it was in Waterstones, and it was all very fancy. And I didn't realise how fancy it was. So when I rocked up in like fucking cords and a t-shirt, and everyone else was in suits, I was like, I've made a mistake. But um, yeah, so I went up the. It was all. Everything was shut down. It was like a, an open sort of like drinks thing. <clears throat> and they were sponsored by some whiskey company, right? And I got up this, uh, this escalator and the person standing behind the, uh, the bar serving my drinks was the person that was just like, you're never going to amount to anything. And I got a really smug sort of feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I was just okay. like, yeah, I it was think... amazing. I, I spotted them straight away as well. I think like... We're, we're coming to the end soon, but I think my, my general position is that you, if you go to uni because you really want to do something, or if you go with like a sort of exploratory spirit and you actually do like explore just all these other avenues of subjects and, and, and you know, societies and all this stuff, you can come out with the kind of life that you want. But if you just go, like I did, if you just go because it's there, because that's thing that people have said you could, and you just kind of do the work and get through it then you come out and you're like what do i do now unless you want some people genuinely do want to just like get signed up to a grad scheme start making a pretty high wage as like a consultant or something but unless you want that it's not going to improve your chances to get abilities like it hasn't improved my my, my chances of like being a writer or a musician or anything whereas if you took if you take that three years and really dedicate it to your craft you're going to be in a much better position yeah but a lot of people just don't, you know, don't have something that they want to dedicate themselves to that much, which, you know, is, seems a bit weird sad or depressing, but I guess... It's because you're told to choose your, uh, choose what you want to do for the rest of your life at 18. But you're also given such a, a, a limited, a small, shallow pool of options. It's like, choose what you want to be. Here's, and you know, you, fucking career okay. services are bullshit. Here's a list of careers, and they'll be like, on the one hand, it's like, trades work like um you know plumbers electricians stuff like that and on the other hand it's like graduate recruiting consultant graduate managing analyst like all this fucking bullshit jobs and no one's like 
oh yeah, you can make money from art or entertainment or, yeah. you know, no, no one really tells you. So you need a high level of self-belief already. And if you don't have that, if you don't at least have that in some form, you're not even going to be aware that those are options that, that are out there that are real. Unless you're lucky enough to like come from a world where you see artists around you, you see people who are like, you know, they're not rich, they're not like superstars, but they are making a living by able to, to, you know, to pursue what they want. Unless you see that around you or you have a really, really high level of self-belief, you, it's so easy to get kind of sheer, shoved and kind of filtered into thinking that you're, that you're making a decision based on knowledge, but you're not. You're making a decision based on outdated and limited knowledge that has been fed to you by yeah. people who don't know and who don't have any reason to know. And that's, that's the position I wound up in. And I can at least look back now and see the, see the trick or see the kind of falsehood. But it's so hard to work yourself out of that. Mm. Like, uh, no one ever did at no point in my entire life did I ever think that I was going to be a professional poetry editor. Do you know what I mean? Like, like poetry was not, a, that's not a job that you go into. No one ever told me that, that was a thing that I could mm. When I was growing up, like, writing poems and stuff, like, none of, like, granted, the school that I went to was terrible. But, um, like, it, sh it shut down for being awful. But, um... Yeah, so no one ever told me that I could go into a career of uh, writing. Like, creative writers, as far as I was concerned, was just for the... And I didn't even realise this was the, t the term for it at the time. But um, creative writers were just for the the older middle class. Mm. Like, all the books I was reading, there was... there was No one was young. Mm. We were just reading, like, you know, classic poetry by dead authors. And we were, like, reading, you know, play, like J.B. Priestley's and Inspector Calls or whatever. Which is actually pretty good, and I don't know why I used that. That was a that's a really good. Well, stuff could be good while still feeling inaccessible to you. Like, yeah, it, it was in music. In music, yeah. it's similar, where like there's a weird fixation with authenticity uh, in quite a toxic way, where mm. like the music press will sort of hold up, um, you know, a, a young band of like working class teenagers and be like, these guys are the real deal, and then it'll come out that like one or two of them went to private school or something, and the music press will turn on them, but. Either way, it's kind of, it's packaged and sold as this story. Um, and yeah, then writing is seen as this weird thing that only like, as you say, kind of upper middle class, you know, uh, a sort of select few of the upper middle class elites can do. It's, it's, it's really weird. And, and these just aren't considered, like there's no practical tips at all. There's no like um, advice in terms of like, yeah, if you want to do it, like really explore and find out you want to do it. And yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's outdated de de depictions of the world from people who have never had any reason to learn how it actually works. And the thing is, though, this has been, this sort of, um, I guess, I don't know, ideology, social ideology, is being pushed on, uh, pushed on young people from the ages of, like, so when you start secondary school, which should really be the time in which, like, uh, you know, if you want people to choose their life goal at 18, you need to give them every option available to them when they start secondary school and we because we don't do that we force like bro i you know how bad i am at maths mm. right, imagine how badly i did in my maths and science gcs and my maths and physics gcses mm. like terribly and then i was then because i was so bad at it and i like, obviously was just like i don't understand this and repeatedly needed help for things they 
you know, people just like, oh, Alex is just a just a nuisance, just a you know a problem child. He, he can't do this and rah 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 and like remedial and stuff like that. And it's just like no, I'm as it turns out, really heavily discalculate. Like I like, please don't ever ask me to write down a number or add up two numbers, or I mean three. It's just like, are you mad? I can't add three numbers. But um, yeah, so I ended up like getting this whole like problem child sort of like thing, this stick. Mm. And then obviously everyone thinks you're a piece of shit, so you act like a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the kind of the institution has basically three boxes available. It's got uh, good kids who you know excel in subjects, perhaps with natural ability, generous parents, uh, hard work, whatever. And because of that, they're also considered like good morally. Then you've got the vast, the kind of the big middle, people who are just unremarkable but fine and the school doesn't really concern themselves with them. And then you've got the bad kids. And it's like, if you're doing badly in a subject, you must fit in that bad kid box. So yeah. they're going to they're gonna push you in there. Yeah, and like, don't, don't get it twisted. I was also like, I wasn't incredibly well-behaved anyway. Like, I wasn't like really doing anything wrong. I was just like, mm. disrupted a lot. Um, and it was like, it was regularly brought up in like reviews and stuff. They'd be like, Alex would do really, really well if he could just not be quite so distracted. And as it turns out, I might have ADHD. So um, that's fun. That's fun to learn as an adult. Get some Ritalin, man. Um, yeah, I was just going to take some speed. No, I'm not really going to take But I'm always most focused when I do MD. No, um, don't take drugs, don't take drugs. Um, yeah, covered that one nicely, Alex. But... Um, yeah, it was it was always such a such a strange experience for me to be like, oh yeah, you can't do this, you can't do that, and then I would act up, and then I would get put into detention. Like I, dude, I can't even. By the time I hit year ten, right, I can't even remember leaving school on time. <laughs> like, I was in internal suspension and suspended from like, uh, and got, getting detentions and lunchtime detentions every single day. Mm. So like it got to the point in which I just wasn't going to any classes because I was like in detention or internal suspension. And I was just like, great. And I would just sit there and read books about science and cool science stuff that I liked. And they just let me get on with it. But like, yeah, it was, it was really fucked up. And then like years later, I'm now like a, I'm now a professional poet and professional, uh, professional poetry editor. Like, I have books published and stuff like, do you know what I mean? And I was never given any of these options or any of these options. I told about any of this when I was, until I was like what, 19, maybe. Mm. And it was because I happened to be in a coffee shop in which someone came over and was just like, yeah, Yo, you look like a poet. And I'm like, I'm not a poet. I have written a poem though. They were like, can I read it? And I was like, yeah, okay. And they read a poem that I have. Mm. They were like, this is really good. Do you want to do a gig? And I was like, Okay. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's that's an awesome story. But but yeah, like, and I think the other thing is like I was I was usually in the in the good kid box with like dips into the bad kid box. Like I was I always found like academic achievement just pretty pretty easy. Um, which again is due to you know a whole variety of factors just completely outside my control. Um, but then occasionally dipping into the bad kid box um, for just like you know behavioral shit or whatever. But um, you know, still, you know, if, if you're seen as doing well, if you're seen as just, you know, hitting the good grades and, and getting through, people don't actively present you with choices or show you what there is in the world. People just say, oh, you will go to a good university. And that's, that's it. That's yeah. like, that's you what the future is for you. You, You're good at these three subjects, so you will do one of these three subjects at university. Mm. Whereas, like, I was told that, like, yeah, I, no... you're bad at everything, so you're not going to university. 
You're like, not... oh, the treadmill's working for you. Just stay on it. Exactly. This is. <laughs> I thought uh, maybe the normal kids got it the best. <laughs> mm. you know what I, mean? I don't know. I, I, I think because obviously not everyone's going to be an artist, and not everyone. I, th- I think everyone should have a place for art in their lives, but like, you know, people can can want to do whatever they want to do. But I just think that we're presenting kids with a, with a with a bullshit world where like what you can do is go get a salary job, work at that, and retire with a pension, and that's just not increasingly it seems that's just not how how our economy works and how our society works and it's deeply unsatisfying to tell people that it is also um hey right i've just seen that like it's like 10 past 10 past one yeah we should we should wrap up yeah i think this was actually a good podcast yeah i think so i think it was good it's engagement we've covered a wide wide uh, variety of subjects and mm. um, yeah I didn't sleep. Do you usually? I'm real size. Mm, that's fair. All right. So, um, you can find us Instagram, Podcast underscore SGH. Uh, go to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, yeah, Facebook as well, Podcast. We're Podcast everywhere. You can find me, uh, Alex T. Ryan 27 on Patreon and Medium and Twitter. Uh, and I'm trying to come up with a stage name. I kind of want I want. What well, about? I, I want to start separating this shit, but you know, I'm not there yet, so you can still find me there for now. If you listen to this A-Ryan? in the future, who knows? Sorry. A Ryan, the white musician. Yeah, I can't can't do that. A Ryan, the white knight. Arian eighty eight. Can't believe I can't believe that's the thing that's that. Fucking, that's just classic, it's isn't it? Okay. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on. Where can you find me? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, OnlyFans, and Patreon, all at at Alex Vellis Poet. That's A L E X V E L L I S P O E T. I only post on three of those things. You best join all of them so you can find which one it is. <laughs> which ones those are? <laughs> yeah, where I'm posting. <laughs> oh, it's all different content, though. I can't believe I have to do fucking 25 push ups after this. <sighs> Probably just going to eat some food. It's going to be good. Yeah. All right. All cool. Right. Um, yeah. See you guys. Look to the skies. Yeah. Like, oh, and you guys can find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts as well. I'll put it up at some point. Bye. Sweet. Bye bye. How do I hang up? Hmm. Can't seem to end this.